0: Listening to Courtside Convo, your source for the latest news, analysis, and discussions on the NBA. Welcome back to another episode of Courtside Convo here at WDBM Impact Studios at Michigan State. Uh, as you can probably guess, I am not Bobby Zephro. Uh, Bobby and some of the other crew are in Indianapolis right now covering the women's basketball tournament. Uh, so I am your host, uh, Carter Landis, filling in for Bobby today. Uh, I've got Manite here with me and Liam here, and we are bringing you the best NBA news. Uh, unfortunately, we have to start with a pretty tough topic, though. Uh, Myers Leonard using an anti-Semitic slur while he was on stream playing some video games, and that video came out, I believe it was Tuesday that that came out. Tuesday? And, uh, yeah. And uh, Adam Silver came out and said, uh, Myers Leonard's comment was inexcusable and hurtful, and such an offensive term has no place in the NBA or our society. Uh, Myers Leonard was disciplined by the Miami Heat. He was fined $500,000. He was suspended from the team facilities and banned from team activities for one week. So... After something like this, um, what do you guys make of this situation? Did you think he got enough of a punishment and he did issue an apology? You know, did you feel it was genuine? What did you guys think?
1: I don't know. Honestly, it was a little bit up in the air. Um, I think the apology definitely seemed a little bit half hearted. He could have definitely been a little bit more meaningful behind it. But that's what a lot of athletes' apologies are nowadays, honestly. I've never, it's been a while since I've seen. An athlete truly apologize for something they've done wrong, like meaningfully.
2: Yeah, I thought I thought it was a little bit weak. Um, I, I I wouldn't have been surprised, nor would I have criticized the team if they would have cut in. Not at all. Yeah, um, I kind of I was half expecting that to happen. Um, I know the owner of the Heat is is um, Jewish himself, so that also. I thought that might have made that the punishment stronger, and uh, it, it was just a horrible it was a horrible look for the NBA, just a horrible situation, and yeah, that's just a, a black mark on the NBA this season. Um, I, I feel bad for anyone that was just, just that was just, nothing good came from that. It was just not, it was horrible, and a bit of a weak punishment in my opinion.
1: More so speaking about that, what did you guys think of Julian Edelman's open letter to him?
0: I saw a couple lines of that. And I know he mentioned something about, like, you come down to, you know, Florida, and I can show you, you know, what we had going on. If you mind, I'll, I'll read the... Uh The Myers Leonard apology I just I just brought that I'll pull up
1: the Edelman letter okay
0: so Myers Leonard said I am deeply sorry for using an anti-semitic slur during a live stream yesterday well I didn't know what the word meant at the time my ignorance about its history and how offensive it is to the Jewish community is absolutely not an excuse and I was just wrong I am now more aware of its meaning and I am committed to properly seeking out people who can help educate me about this time of hate and how we can fight it I acknowledge and own my mistake and there's no running from something like this that is so hurtful to someone else. This is not a proper representation of who I am, and I want to apologize to the Erisons, my teammates, coaches, front office, and everyone associated with the Miami Heat organization, to my family, to our loyal fans, and to others in the Jewish community who I have hurt. I promise to do better and know that my future actions will be more powerful than my use of this word. To me, I don't think there's a way that you can really justify this in because either one because the his language when he used it was he stopped he, he paused stopped right and then before. he said the word so strongly and yeah. either one you don't know what the word means and you're thirty years old and you know if you're using a word that you don't know you, Directed, you should probably yeah. Direct, yeah. direct it at someone with maybe, you're angry. maybe, maybe a look, word that's an offensive like, you it. might want to look up like what that word is where it comes from and if you and once you learn what it is you should be like oh.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, not
0: I probably shouldn't it. say this. And it's it's either, you know, you're ignorant to the fact that you don't know what this word means, and you're thir- like, um, like he's almost 30 years old. Myron Leonard is almost 30 years old. Or you're just, or you're using the word. I, I find that. And it's regularly in your vocabulary, which s- the way he said it, the tone. It's kind of seemed that way. It came so, out 100%. came out too it's, easy. There's no, there's really no excuse for this anyway. And I mean, the good thing is I haven't really yeah. seen anybody defend Myers Leonard. I think I've seen a couple things that are critical of 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 things, but mostly it's been just people saying, "Dude, this is inexcusable." And the punishment of five hundred thousand dollars and suspended for a week. Yeah, I don't know. So you have I, the you I have think, the Julian Edelman up.
1: Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, I thought. A Myers got off a little bit light, but like also that word I've never heard it used before. No, and I never knew it was a slur, but you know to you have to kind of know it in order to say it. Mm-hmm. It's
2: not. It's not. It's not something you hear every day. There.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's it's questionable. To but um Julian Edelman's open letter to Myers Lennon. Leonard, he said, so we've never met. I hope we can one day soon. I'm sure you've been getting lots of criticism for what you just said. Not trying to add to that. I just want to offer some perspective. I get the sense that you didn't use that word out of hate, more out of ignorance. More likely, you weren't trying to hurt anyone or even profile Jews in your comment. But that's what makes it so destructive. When someone intends to be hateful, it's usually met with great resistance. Casual ignorance is harder to combat and has greater reach, especially when you command great influence. Hate is like a virus. Even accidentally, it can rapidly spread. I'm down in Miami fairly often. Let's do a Shabbat dinner with some friends, and I'll show you a fun time. J.E.
0: Yeah, that line about hate can spread like a virus accidentally. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is is people are going to use that word. Yeah. Like, there are people out there who are still going to use that word, and they're going to yeah. be like, yeah, you know, Myers Leonard using that word. Ooh, it's, it's, it's oh, it's great. And, and
1: even now more, I think you'll hear it even more.
0: Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately,
1: yeah. but like... He said it on a stream of 11,000 people.
2: And it's reached millions now at this point. Yeah.
1: Millions of It's seen it. the biggest news in the NBA right now. I really haven't heard much about the games this no. week. I've heard more about Myers Leonard than the games, realistically. I was on CNN
0: reading you know, them posting his apology, so it's, yeah. it's national news, yeah. him using this. He was on that stream, and people were commenting... On the stream and saying like, dude, you just, you know, don't say that word. You have to apologize now. And there were moderators on his stream, like deleting those comments. Like,
1: why? Why defend why? that? He got,
2: he got a call from his wife or he she said it was his wife a little bit later and he had to get off. And I think that's when he really realized like, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, I'm, I'm in some trouble. He's He's like, got yeah, I he got off. He canceled up. it. Yeah. He got off right away. Yeah. So I think, I yeah, that I, I didn't know about the moderators deleting those comments. That's kind of kind of something that's
1: that's, that's ridiculous I honestly. don't know why yeah. would you what <laughs> that that looks bad on the streaming service then if moderators are de- deleting the comments
0: yeah it does and you said um you said Myers Leonard got dropped by FaZe
1: yep Myers Leonard did get dropped by FaZe who we played with and he had a gaming contract with Origin PC company mm. they dropped him too so he's I mean he got dropped by everywhere but like
2: except the Heat.
1: yeah which is interesting. I thought they would be the most vigilant, especially because, and I don't want to like profile it, but like the owners are Jewish. I felt like it would hit closer to home. And, and you know, that is an offensive word. It's not heard very often. I honestly expected him to get caught.
0: Anytime. Yeah. Anytime you see that word, it's it's used in a context of of hate and, and oppression towards the Jewish community. Um, and, and even if he didn't know, what it meant, he's still using a a word that ends up being a slur that he doesn't know. Yeah, it's and so bad, and it's a terrible look. and And from a basketball standpoint, I mean, what do the Heat have to lose when you cut Myers Leonard? I know, I don't know. I know I'm shifting the tone a little bit when we're when we're talking about something pretty heavy, but I mean, he doesn't play all that much for them.
2: A you
1: contract know? to match trades with. Yeah, that I think they get a it. trade
2: exception if they cut him.
1: Yeah. So it's it's a four point five million yeah.
2: trade, four point five million dollar trade exception if they would have were to cut him. So I don't I don't think they would have been hurt too much at all.
1: Not really, and this isn't the first time Leonard's been in the news either for like something I wouldn't say similar, but like something like along with racial justice. Because mm-hmm. over the summer when the bubble kicked back up, he was one of the few players who were standing for the anthem. I think he was like the only one. Yeah, he might have been. He, yeah, he yeah. might. I think so, but. The thing is, like, he had it with the support of his teammates, and you have to wonder when he gets back into the locker room, because I don't think he's working out with the team right now. hmm Um, so... No, he, yeah, he's I, I, You have to wonder, like, because so You couldn't know. They could have had under, like, under-the-floor animosity or whatever for him after he was standing, because he was the only player to do it. I just looked it up. Um, but... You know, some teammates could have resented him for that, or like disliked him because of that, and now he does this. I really wonder what the environment's gonna be like when he gets back for him. I can't imagine it's gonna be great. Uh. Uh-uh. At all, I. Yeah,
2: I. I don't know. I'm so I'm still surprised they didn't cut him. I thought that right when it happened, I, that was the first thing. I yeah. Thought
0: of. Yeah, I. I think they went a little. I think they went a little too easy on him. I think that that's something that you can let a guy go, especially when the, the price for doing the right thing, the cost. Don't do you get? It don't doesn't th- really cost. Don't
2: anything. you think the the, just the amount of press they're gonna get once he comes back in a week? Like the, the story might die down a bit, but the first game back, first day back, like. There, you're gonna that's gonna be the, the that's, that's the, gonna
1: be the lead of, yeah. of,
2: of the first game or two, and everywhere you go, that's they're not gonna be talking about the Miami Heat, they're gonna be talking about Myers Leonard yep. in in a negative way. So, you're I are going hear know.
1: it at all the press conferences and all of that.
2: Everyone else is gonna have to answer for him, too. They're gonna,
1: yeah, like, Spolstra, uh, Spol- all the other players, Butler will. I think, Jimmy, yeah. the last bam, too. It's just they're
2: putting him in a tough spot everywhere you go, every game. I don't know. It,
1: and especially more so because he's not traveling with them, so they won't. Miami won't send him out for comment. He can't.
2: And this is a team that went to the finals last year. They're they've been heating up. Like this is a team that's focused on. They think that they're, and maybe they are. I don't know. That's a different topic. But they, they view themselves as a as a championship contender and a team that can win the finals. So this is just this is not something they need at all. The last thing they need.
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate, but you know I think they'll still be able to pull out the division. Miami's been playing really well recently, like you said.
2: Yeah, I just hope that I hope that other players can find a way to think about basketball and hopefully help people who need help and educate people in this way. But just hopefully it doesn't hurt them on the court.
0: It gives other guys in the league who maybe aren't as educated as things like Myers Leonard is now learning the hard way about you know language and using. Things like this, and they can, you know, take this as an opportunity to, you know, learn what's what problematic languages and and not get caught using it. I know they just asked Deer and Fox about it, and he said, you know, if I'm on stream, I'm not going to say anything like that.
1: Yep, he just commented. He's like, I wouldn't say anything. That's dumb. Yeah, like if you're mad, there's
2: hundreds, thousands of words, (laughs) like hundreds of thousands of words you could say before that. Like that, that, like
1: the entire phrase was all expletives. Yeah, he just threw in a slur. Yeah, for like literally no reason.
0: It's it's never it's never fun when we have to touch on uh, tough stuff like this. You know, we we me and you know Bobby and uh, the other guys we touched on uh, the NBA suspending their. Uh, play for one day during the Jacob Blake situation, and that was, that was, you know, that's never a great conversation that you have to have. It's a necessary one, just like I feel like it was, you know, it was important for us to talk about this. So we'll move on. We'll start talking about some things that are going around, going on around the league. Uh, something that's been going on a lot recently, or or something that's starting to trend, uh, is. Teams or players agree, yeah, agree, mutually agreeing uh, with their teams to be away from team activities while they search for trade partners. I know uh, Blake and the Pistons did it, and Blake eventually was bought out because they couldn't find anybody to trade for him, and he signed with the Nets. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge and the Spurs have agreed that he will be away from team activities. P.J. Tucker with the Houston Rockets and Andre Drummond with the Cavs. And we've seen teams do this before in terms of uh finding buyouts or finding trade partners for for yeah for guys who are maybe on bad contracts who maybe are injured a lot and don't play a lot for their teams but now we're seeing it where they actually will just not have these guys on the roster um is this kind of a new direction that the league is moving in where if a player wants to be away from a team and maybe move to a new situation. Do players have a little more leverage in this situation? What do you guys think of of this? Is this like a new landscape or like I, a shifting of the landscape? I think it started
2: um, early, like late 2000s, early 2010s. LeBron and, and, and not not just LeBron, but started like the, that, the Boston team. They built that team and then LeBron did what he did. Then KD. I think it's been moving this way. And honestly, I don't I don't think it's a bad thing. I think a lot of people don't like it, but I think players having more power is, or more, um, say in what what they get to do isn't. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, like you, go to the game, you watch the game, or you turn on you turn on, turn on the TV to watch players. You don't turn on the TV to watch the owners, the coaches, front office. Like the players are what makes the money, and I think they they should be the ones that have. Um, Majority of the say, not all of it, but a majority of it. They are the ones that run the league, or not run the league, they're the ones that push the league and make the league what it is.
1: Yeah, Yeah, no, I definitely agree with what you're saying, Liam. Like that, yeah, but I also think like a lot of it comes, not a lot of it, but another part in it is COVID. You know, these players, Harden was a risk because the dude would go out and party every night. Because he didn't want to be in Houston. and <laughs> Go to a little baby's yeah. house and give him honey buns or something yeah, like, like that. He'd go out and party, and he'd risk himself getting contracting COVID and then bringing him back to the team. And a lot of these guys, I feel like, or maybe not Aldridge or, like, that's it, really. But, like, I feel like the other guys would go out and party a little bit yeah, in their free time, especially if they weren't happy with the situation. I mean, Blake's fine now in Brooklyn, but, like... I think it's also it also helps you maintain COVID protocols. It's it's a win win for both teams or for both parties, I guess. Yeah, you can find a
2: you find a positive in all four of these guys. Make maybe Aldridge, maybe not. He wasn't having the best year but the, the Spurs were in a position to win, but like the Pistons with Blake, they're going a different way, trying to rebuild and, and he was taking minutes from guys like Sadiq Bay and others that um need to develop and then E. J. Tucker, Houston's also going a different way. And that's a guy who's nearing the end of his, his like window as a player who can be effective on a good team. And I think he out of these four, I think he is the by far the most um useful for a team like that's going to try to win. Like maybe a, a Philadelphia or someone that needs a player like that. And then Drummond, uh, they just got Jared Allen. They didn't they don't like um a younger, possibly cheaper player who is also, in my opinion, better than Andre Drummond. So there's just no need for him there either. So I think like you said, both both parties can benefit.
0: Yeah, when you look at... I think LaMarcus Aldridge is the one that stands out because Blake Griffin was bought out by the Pistons, who are not trying to win. P.J. Tucker bought out by Houston, not trying to win their top five in the lottery. Andre Drummond, obviously, with the Cavs, they started off strong, but then they have tumbled down the standings since then. Oh, man. But the Spurs are in the seventh seed right now, and... you know aldridge was brought in quite a few years ago you know expected to be that that missing piece that they add to that team to push them over to win another championship uh it never never really worked yeah it never really worked out that way uh with him but he was still a pretty decent player up until a couple years ago i think you know he could still get some numbers but at this point uh you know his his brand. You know his brand of of basketball is kind of outdated. You know he didn't have much of a three point shot. Uh, he's a bit older, so he's not going to move too well on defense. You you know how the the jokes go with Lamarcus Aldridge about how he just posts up uh, the smaller guards in the mid range and then does a little turnaround shot. Um, but Aldridge, I feel like in a reduced role. I know his role started to be reduced in San Antonio, but in a reduced role, maybe in like with the Lakers, who. Are in need of a big man, uh, they could use somebody like Aldridge off the bench to you know just grab a couple rebounds, get you a couple post buckets. Um But yeah, to me, Lamarcus Aldridge is a guy who can really help some of
2: those guys. Uh, maybe I was out of the loop, but I was surprised to see I that was I wasn't like PJ Tucker, Andre Drummond, Blake Griffin. Yeah, weren't a surprise when they said they were stepping away from the team. But yeah, like you said, Aldridge, I was I was a bit surprised um, that he wanted like. I know he wants. I don't think the Spurs are a championship team, but I think they could be a playoff team, and maybe he wants that ring, which I don't blame him, but I was, it was just something that surprised me.
0: Yeah, and Aldridge being a guy who's a bit older, I know they've got some younger guys who can play that 4-5 position, like Jakob Pertl, Luka Saminich, one of their draft picks from 2019, Devin Vassell, who they just drafted, who I really like, and who I think is going to be a really good player in the league. Keldon Johnson. Keldon Johnson. They got, like the Spurs are still contending a bit, you know, they're still in the playoffs. Contending for a playoffs they're pass. still in the playoffs, yeah. I guess. But um, they're at the same time playing those young guys and starting to build a new core. Yeah. And Aldridge was just kind of the odd man out of that rotation, or at least you know, I think R.C. Buford and Greg Popovich were starting to think about it that way. They were trying to get, you know, a guy like that maybe to a team with a few more vets like the Lakers. I think that they'll be I think that they will be um, hot on the trail to get Aldridge. I think they should probably be considered the favorites. I know Blake went to the Nets. P.J. Tucker's another guy. I think, you know, I was a huge P.J. Tucker guy a couple of years ago because I was like, this guy can get you a three if you need it when he's open. He can he's play some defender. defense.
2: He'll defend so well. He, he doesn't need the ball and offense to be oh, effective. He just runs the baseline, hits corner threes. He's a,
0: just one of those glue guys. I thought he was just uh, that, that a, glue guy. He's a perfect
2: he's a perfect championship like p- good piece on the championship team yeah like, yeah like Andre Drummond I'm not sold on because I feel like that man wants the ball too much and he doesn't do much with it and I don't know we can talk yeah. about Andre Drummond for we a long throw. time we know about yeah, oh gosh God. we know about Andre I, got, Drummond. I oh just think PJ God. Tucker is much much more valuable than Drummond and even I think he's more valuable than Aldridge at this point and in both their careers uh, I think
1: I would personally take Tucker over anybody and on like, this list I would yeah. too And Tucker, not only, like, yeah, you said offensively he can get you a bucket when you need it, or like a three and a corner three. He's one of the best corner corner. three-point shooters in the league. He's ridiculous. And, (laughs) like, his defense is great, too. I think he'll be a good piece for, like, yeah, you said Philly or L.A. I think,
2: obviously, Lakers, he would help. I think Philly needs him more than any other team, especially after um, the Nets bolstered their front court a little bit with Blake. I think if Philly wants to be a real contender, I think they, they, they need to go after him hard.
1: Yeah. I think Aldridge ends up going back
0: to Portland. I think that would be good. I think you should close out his career there.
2: Yeah, that'd
0: be awesome. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't mind that. that
1: Gosh, would be fun. Though
0: that those teams that they had that they used to have with Aldridge and Brandon Roy. I feel so bad for Brandon Roy. Oh, his man. knees. Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy. It was Kobe and LeBron who always both talked about the fact that Brandon Roy was a guy who would just give them work. Yeah. On the court.
1: When Kobe and LeBron are praising you like when that, when both of them know. are saying
0: you are a problem in this league, he was supposed to. He was destined for greatness. His body just him. didn't didn't yeah. hold up for him. Yeah, disappointing stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, guys in the in the buyout market are going to help some some teams, some contenders that need it. All right, so we had an All Star game this weekend. Kind of, it was it was a game. <laughs> uh, Team LeBron. Beat uh, Team KD 170 to 150. Giannis Antetokounmpo won the uh, Kobe Bryant All-Star Game MVP. 35 points. He had seven rebounds. He did not miss a. Sh- did he miss one shot from the floor?
1: I don't know. I no, think he was perfect. Life. I thought. Was he, I thought perfect? he was perfect? Did they
0: count the one that he missed as, as like a pass or like a turnover yeah, or he something? Had, yeah. Yeah. No, on the stat line, on the, on the broadcast,
2: I had him 16 for 16.
0: I thought so. So I. And yep. then he. 16 for 16. And he shot three threes. I know he They might him. have helped. The statisticians might have helped him out a little bit oh, yeah. on that one. Yeah. I, and it's the All Star game. Yeah. So it's like, you, you know, you can Nobody do. Nobody cares. No. Yeah. The um, the yeah and then. <laughs> Before the All-Star game, they had the Skills Challenge, they had the three-point contest, and then at halftime of the All-Star game, they had the dunk contest. Uh, so Sabonis won the Skills Challenge over Vucevic, uh, and then we had Steph Curry winning the three-point contest, and Anthony Simons won the dunk contest. Um, so did you guys enjoy the game, and what did you guys think of the new format?
1: I thought the game was fun. I liked the format. I th- I, it was nice last year. It was It was refreshing to see. Um, I think it'll be good to carry over definitely, but also big guys. I was just looking at the winners. Big guys have won five out of the last six.
2: We were talking about that last skills week. Skills challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our the courtside combo uh, fan favorite Covington didn't didn't do too well.
0: No, <laughs> no, I was hoping for it. I I sent a message in our group with a little sad face. On. I was like, oh, Covington didn't win it and yeah we were
2: we did we I think we talked about Sabonis being uh a dark horse in it so
1: I think yeah I think we could we pat did.
2: ourselves on the back for that one it,
1: it definitely speaks a lot to like how much the game is changing that big guys are I mean it's a skills challenge at the end of the day it is all-star weekend but I mean players still I guess like half-heartedly try at it
2: I mean it's still something cool yeah to put like taking out you get a trophy for it you get recognition so
1: the
0: stuff those guys do with their size like Sabonis is what 6'10 and he's 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 doing these insane dribble moves. He can he can pass it really well. Yeah, Vucevic too. He can shoot the ball. Yeah, Vucevic and him were in the final, the two the the European big guys. Yeah, it was fun to see. It was fun. And then Steph Curry, we were like, you know, Bobby said to Curry us, part. yeah, Bobby said to us, who who do you guys have winning the three-point contests? Steph, that was it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Steph is ridiculous. It was kind of a four gunk. I was surprised. I was happy to see Mike Conley put up a fight though. Yeah. yeah. That made me happy. Mike
1: Conley, uh, you know, not really known as a great three point shooter, and he kind of went off.
2: This year he's been good.
1: Yeah. He did. He was second. He was second, and he was right there. How how many points I did think Steph beat? Steph won on the last shot. He did. He had to win yeah, on the last it was shot. The last ball. He did. Oh I think my, that yeah. uh. It was a two point. So he won ball, by yeah. two. But um. Mm-hmm.
2: I think that. The the game is I mean the the three point contest is already a bit unfair if Curry's gonna be in it but once they added those those Mountain Dew like
1: oh deep range yeah balls, Curry range like, shot
2: yeah it's just like yeah you can literally like you said literally call it a Curry range shot It's, it's just kind of unfair like yeah. you're just giving him six extra points that he doesn't need anyway no so I think I think next year if they, if they do it they should have it and just have Curry <laughs> not 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 be able to get those those extra points and I think I still think he might win but yeah
0: Steph has to make half courts. <laughs> yeah, put him back yeah. at half court I don't <laughs> think
1: that would be a challenge
0: that wouldn't that even would... be a hard thing I mean he hit him. him in the game yeah oh yeah. my goodness him and Dame were just trading those shots that was nuts oh that was so fun to watch I was. my favorite was watching uh, I don't I, I, actually
2: we'll talk about it we can talk about the dunk contest first so I don't yeah. want to get into the game right away.
0: yeah so the dunk contest we had uh, Simons Anthony Simons Portland uh, Obi Toppin in the Knicks and uh, Cassius Stanley who was our our guy I think I mean at least uh did you say Cassius Stanley? I think uh, Zach I and did. I said Cassius Stanley. Yeah, you said it too. I said Cassius, and
2: then I had Stanley. Uh, when you guys all say Cassius, I said I said Obi is my dark horse, and I was over uh, 2.
0: We just <laughs> didn't even. Yeah, we just didn't even mention. Uh, we just did
1: not even mention. Anthony In my defense, it was it was
2: a weak dunk contest. In our defense, it was a weak dunk contest.
1: It and was also, to be sorry for cutting. No, you off you're started, fine. But to be fair, like Obi Toppin and Cassius Stanley are super athletic dudes <laughs> they're like natural dunkers Obi Toppin was dunking all over everybody in college and Cassius Stanley was pretty I, much doing the same thing I think like, Obi
2: had the best overall dunk he just pulled it out too early the yeah. way they scored it this year I think if you would have they were tougher yes they after, uh, were after after the, Josh Smith come on year. man yeah I. what was what was worse Wade last year or the judges this year
0: Dwayne Wade was so harsh last year I remember he was costing <laughs> uh, was it Aaron Gordon that he cost Gordon. him a couple
2: 50s yeah you, I think they were supposed to give him like I think he ended up with a he needed a 49 to tie. Oh. And he got a I think that, yeah, he got a 48 and oh. they all looked at they I think they talked and said, "All right, we're giving him a 49." And, <laughs> and, and Wade just was the one. That, yeah, Wade Wade was the one that messed it up. They're all looking at him. But yeah, so then uh Derrick Jones won last year. But anyway, yeah, uh Simons, I think if he would have connected that last dunk, uh kiss if he would actually kiss the rim. Oh my gosh. That, I mean, which I don't that is a scary thing to do and crazy that he's 6'3 and was that high? But I think that was a it was a really, really cool um idea. I just I wish he would have pulled it off. But I mean I don't know. I'm happy for him. That's a cool thing to win.
0: Who was the guy who had the um was it Simons who, who had the who put they, had, like a, they had the oh, thing yeah, the thing on the ball? Nice. That is, and then he, he went yeah. up and got it. Yeah. I thought that was gonna be he's so cool. Six,
2: that was sweet. He's six three and he had it, I think they said it was twelve feet in the air, he had to yep. jump and grab it. That's ridiculous. It. Yeah.
0: People yeah. don't realize how ridiculous that is. That is uh, he, he can fly.
1: A oh, what thirty? No,
2: that's. I'm not good at math. That's it's too it, late yeah, for that no, too. No,
1: that's, that's a massive vertical, to just say the least. It's an impressive vertical. Yeah,
2: cash. I think Cassius's first dunk was underrated. Me and me and Carter were talking about that. Yeah. Before the show, we he, he threw it up, jumped off. I forgot what leg it was, but he put the ball under the leg he jumped off that's, of. That's. Oh yeah. Uh, that and, yep. and then he I got like a that. forty-four. That's of. Yeah oh. and. So you,
1: yeah, I've always seen athletes do or players do it under the other leg, not the one you jump off of, because yeah.
2: you have to pick it up at the same time. He had the burden of going first, and they were pretty tough on him. And then he, I think he, the nerves got to him and the second dunk wasn't as good because he messed he messed up the first time, so he went to just like a normal like in game dunk. But mm-hmm. I think he got he got a uh, he was it was unfortunate for him they had to go first. I think he could have done something uh, another special dunk if he had the chance, but just unlucky, I guess.
0: You know how. Spoiled, we are, and like, desensitized to these incredible feats <laughs> of athleticism. Yeah, from these specimen that we're seeing Anthony Simons put oh, the ball yeah. between just, the leg that he jumped off call, of, and we're team. just like, and people were just like, yeah, yeah, no, just the, the amazing dunks that we've seen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness!
2: I mean, the, the uh, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon really raised the bar the last oh, couple yeah. of years, so um. Yeah, now you have to do a lot to top it now, especially after after uh, you've seen all those crazy dunks they've been doing.
0: They have to have set an unreachable standard almost.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Um,
0: And the, and the way that it was formatted was it was, you know, they had the skills challenge, and then they right away had the three-point contest, and then they went to the game, and then they had the dunk contest right in the middle of it, and then they went right back to the second half of the game. And I know that's a co- like that's a COVID you know condensing it type of thing, but will we see this again? Did you like it? I don't think we will either. What do you I guys think? I don't think we'll see it again. But I didn't,
2: I didn't hate it. I think they did an okay job with it. I, I would like an extended dunk, like a normal dunk contest, to see more dunks. In uh, my opinion, but I mean, it was when I saw that they were doing it all in one day and they had the dunk contest at, in halftime. I had, I had to set the bar pretty low, so it, it exceeded my expectations. But I. I would have like expect them to go back to normal next year, hopefully.
0: I liked it. I thought it was an approximation thing though, just with COVID. It's like yeah, it's as yeah. acceptable for you know, the time that we're in. But we saw a whole lot of fun stuff with that one. All right, so we're moving on to the rest of the season. The second half is underway. So um who do we think is going to come out of the East at this point? Because it's a couple teams at the top. Uh it's Brooklyn and the Nets have slightly separated themselves, and then it's a big jumbled mess the rest of the way down. And then in the West, the Jazz are leading with the Suns just two games behind them. Who do you guys think comes
1: out of the West? The West the East
0: or West, I guess.
1: I'd say the West right now, my front runner would be the Lakers. Just I hate being chalky with it, but like it makes the most sense. If I had a dark horse, though, I'd go Dallas or Denver. If either one of them can pick it up, like in you know KP and Luca are about as dynamic as Jamal and Jokic are. Both of the both pairs have their own like individual strengths, but if both of them, if each of them can pick it up, they'll be ridiculous in the playoffs. I think
2: I like see I, I. I'm, i mean I'm gonna go with the Lakers too if A D stays healthy, but i I do like you I'm just gonna add on the Dallas thing, I I like Dallas a lot. I like watching them and if they get if they get PJ Tucker, that's a good other place PJ Tucker would be very helpful at. Yeah. But I just don't trust Porzingis staying healthy. No. I don't trust yeah. it.
1: Dallas has been hot lately too. They've been they they were bottom feeders for a second. They were yeah. their pick was supposed to be the Knicks pick and the Knicks were looking at a top five projected. Not and now anymore. not anymore. But Yeah, if they keep playing like this, and yeah, like you said, Porzingis stays healthy, and plays at the level he's been playing. Like they
2: almost they they pushed the Clippers last. I know obviously the Clippers, maybe not have been might not have been as good in the playoffs as we thought they were, (laughs) but um, they pushed them without Porzingis. And if Porzingis stays healthy, they they looked like they looked like the better team before Porzingis got hurt last year in that series. Yeah, but out the east, I think. I'm a big Nets believer. I mean, obviously, it's not that hard to say that they, one of like one of the best offenses ever. But I just don't see a team beating them four times in seven games. I just don't, especially in the East. Me, I don't trust Budenholzer, and I trust Giannis. I think Giannis will get there one day, but I don't think it's this year. I don't. I think he needs. I think he ne- They need a new coach. I don't trust Budenholzer, and I think the Sixers. No, no. The Sixers, I think, have the best shot of knocking them off. Um, just I. I just. I want to see Embiid put an entire series together in the playoffs. He just really? hasn't done that yet. In yeah. Toronto, in Toronto, in the, the Kawhi series, um, he had one really, really good game, but other than that, he was kind of wasn't wasn't that he was he was fine, but he wasn't Embiid. No. And then um, last year when Simmons was out, he couldn't really like they it tried to go through him, and yeah, good. and they got swept. So I I have to see it to believe it from them, but I just I've seen Kyrie, I've seen KD, obviously in the playoffs, and Harden people talk about his struggles in the playoffs but he's put together good playoffs before and he just ran into the best team ever a couple of times like the the War, the 73 9 warriors they took him to 7 probably were the better team in that series just missed 27 threes in a row in game 7 so they've been they've been there they they just haven't gotten over the hump but those three together i don't
1: think anyone's stopping them in the east
2: i don't and i don't think i think the latest they go in a series bold take maybe but the latest they go in a series in the east is 6 6 yeah
1: Ooh. and i think they'll go 6 with the celtics so that's about it I don't really? see I don't see Philly touching them, honestly, because they have nobody to guard Katie. I mean, you could put Simmons on him, I guess. But then who's? You're gonna only guard gonna hard? slow him. Yeah. You can do
2: this with every. T- you don't have three people. You can't defend them. There's no. There's no stopping them.
1: I think any combo of like Smart Brown and Tatum could maybe like I think they do a better job than Philly could.
2: I agree, but yeah. I agree. I'm still taking Philly. I think. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That if if Smart Brown and Tatum are all healthy, I but but Harden's playing like an MVP right now, and when yeah. Katie's not even here. And like
1: Katie was playing. Katie yeah, is playing MVP.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't know if he'll have enough games to win the MVP, but like he's a first team All NBA player, and Harden is literally playing like one of the best players, if not the best player in the league mm-hmm. right now since Katie's been out, and yeah. it's. I just don't. I don't see it. Anyone They're beating nuts. them?
1: It's ridiculous. If I think if the Celtics get Drummond, they could be Celtics, interesting. I want this because they need a big guy.
2: They, I want Vucevic needs to go there. or Charlotte, yeah, that'd be fun.
1: That'd be oh, that would change things. Charlotte's gonna be so good. Like next year, I. Oh
2: yeah. Do you think they got too good too fast? Yeah. I think they need one more piece and they're not going to get it in the draft this no. year and this would have been the perfect year to get another top five pick. 100%. I mean, I don't want to get too... Th-
1: the hard. draft is pretty deep so even if the Hornets fall out of the playoffs they could get a little bit of lottery luck or something. You know what? Boak Knight in yeah. Charlotte. We were talking about him before. the
0: Get as many, you know, athletic and... Uh, guards that create as many as you can yeah. they got LaMelo Rozier Devontae Graham just add Book Knight to that and you just got an unstoppable backcourt at both levels I guess they need a center still they did. They do need a center I mean you have Zeller as like your, Cody Zeller Cody Zeller's fine PJ. But or Bismack Biambo and <laughs> Bismack Biambo <laughs> taking corner threes and saying oh my goodness <laughs> yeah.
2: they've been sliding PJ to five a little bit but I don't know if he's the answer I don't think center. he's a long
0: term five no, he's
2: I more like,
1: of a four to me he's, yeah but he yeah.
2: they, they go small and he's been all right but I don't. Yeah, like they need a real center.
1: I think. I think Gordon Hayward definitely stepped up. Like, mm. I mean, I they thought, had, I realistically thought they overpaid him. I thought Not they overpaid anymore. him
2: and Rozier, and Rozier's been better in Kemba. Yeah. Yep. And so, Michael Jordan doesn't look as bad now as
1: an owner. No, what I mean Rozier had a good year last year too. He was just playing for the Hornets. Yeah, unfortunately, but, but I mean, I, I like Rozier a lot. Yeah,
0: I do too. You know, he he wasn't a guard who came in the league and who could shoot, and now he's a
1: pretty very good shooter. Good three I feel like shooter, when I yeah. I watch
2: them
0: a lot on League Pass because I love
2: Lamelo and Miles watching them play, and their whole team's fun. Like Malik Monk got a couple DMPs at the beginning of the year, and now he's like he's turned it around yeah, he's so been really well.
0: Really good. I love to see
2: that. So, yeah, so they're they're a fun team and they're pushing for a playoff spot. So I've been watching a lot of them, and um, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that, but Malik Monk's <laughs> been good, and yeah, they're fun to watch.
0: I got yeah. I mean, I think the Hornets could be a sleeper. They're currently sitting in the six right now. I don't know what kind of matchup problems they pose for the Bucks. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I think the Bucks five at the most. Yeah. If they, if they match yeah. up. But um, as long as the Bucks are are shooting the three really well, I know the the Hornets have a couple guys who can shoot threes. So I think for my Western Conference, who I think is coming out of the West and also at the same time is a sleeper is the L. A. Clippers and it's completely d- contingent upon Paul George performing in the playoffs because it, so it, no playoff p isn't it kind of weird that we need something else that's not playoff p that we've seen pandemic pandemic isn't it crazy
2: <laughs> like 2 years or a year and a half i guess after those two signed there and we're calling them a sleeper out the west now that's yeah but I don't, yeah i don't they know their sleeper are sleeper might be too strong cuz they i still think they those two silly, are still two I, of the best players in the nba yeah
0: they're sitting in the 4 spot right now um, I know Kawhi and and Paul George have dealt with their fair share of, of injuries and whatnot, and I think they need another guy who can uh, get Tucker rebounds or they like they could use a I'm PJ Tucker. i you, every team, every any team. team, any team that's contending or really just, just any team, PJ could use Tucker use a PJ fits Tucker. anywhere. He
2: really does because he, he yeah he's I love PJ Tucker.
0: But I mean, Kawhi's going to get his and. Paul George needs to get his for the Clippers to be anything. Because I remember we had a show where we talked about we thought that the Clippers. It was when the Clippers were up three one on the Nuggets. We're talking about the Clippers <laughs> playing the Lakers in the conference finals, and every any any matchup that ends up being in the finals is fun. But the Clippers just let us down. So then the next show that we did after they got eliminated, we were all just clowning the for the Clippers for how bad they played. Um, so
2: like that franchise is cursed.
0: Uh, I think so I mean they've played so bad in their history and they've only recently been kind of good but
1: yeah and the Nuggets yeah it was only when Balmer really showed up that they like Mm -hmm. I mean the franchise the old owner was fine I forgot his name Donald Sterling he was not was fine. Was he fine? Oh, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. He, he 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 like made them competitive again. Okay. He brought a win <laughs> attitude and then <laughs> then he did bad things after on the way out. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wrong yeah. choice of words there. <laughs> oh boy. No, I get what you're saying. Um Steve Ballmer is probably like one of my favorite owners to watch though cuz like <laughs> Realistically you have no fa- there's not really any fans. So you just like you see the owners going crazy on the side of the court and it's awesome. My favorite
2: Steve Ballmer thing is that he bought hundreds of thousands of like Clippers backpacks to give the kids in uh its schools and uh, like in elementary schools in LA just so they grow up becoming Clippers fans trying to flip the city from a Lakers city to a Clippers City. I thought that was really, really smart.
1: Yeah, I don't and know, he, feel- like- he bought the old Lakers stadium too. <laughs> yeah, aren't they get aren't they moving out of Staples? Yep, they bought the forum. So hmm. they're they're gonna end up back there. He's he wants to renovate and everything. And um yeah. That'd, so that'd that's cool. that's that's interesting. I think it's going good for them to get your, out of
2: Lakers Shadow.
1: Yeah, and going into the Lakers' old stadium. I guess that isn't getting out of the Lakers <laughs> shadow then,
0: but you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't I don't know if they'll ever honestly get out of the Lakers shadow. I mean it's, it's gonna be the LA. No, it's no LA's gonna be the Lakers city. But not for, in our lifetime, I don't for think. For as long as we, yeah, for a long time. They'd have to go on some ridiculous, ridiculous run. run, yeah. I
2: don't Like, even know. like Bill don't Russell know. in the summer. Some, some untouched run. run, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's ever not gonna be a Lakers city. Yeah. Ever.
0: One quick point before we move on. Um, I agree with you guys with Brooklyn. I mean, I know people sit here and say, "What about their depth? What about their defense?" Give me a break. When you have KD, Kyrie, KD Kyrie James Harden, and you see what you can get from Blake, that is just don't overthink it. If he was you have star.
1: If you have he star, he to power, all of us. I he, was so pissed off. He about wanted that. out of Detroit. He lied to all of us. <laughs> I, I, I saw the highlight clip. I love of him Blake. I, I respect like everything he did here. Oh
2: yeah, he, he was he he. he put his body on the line uh, in that 2018
1: 18-19 that Milwaukee yeah. series I the exactly best season what of his career about. best
2: yep. season the Pistons had since Grant Hill and then they he single-handedly carried them to the playoffs got hurt and then sh- probably shouldn't have played didn't need to play when they, we were down 2-0 yeah. and then he came back and he got a standing O after he fouled out his line in game 4 so I'm glad I don't think any Pistons fan has any negative thing to say about no, him he didn't choose to come here and he played his heart out the entire time he was here, so I don't think anyone has any problem with him sitting out the last couple of weeks getting himself right. And I hope he gets his ring, he deserves it.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. He's, be he's been a really stand up guy like throughout doesn't his
2: it, career. Doesn't it kind of suck as a Detroit fan that two of the biggest stars in the last couple years are fans are now rooting for them to get rings in other places? Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: that hurts, man.
1: Yeah. Stafford, <laughs> so so. <sighs>
0: We're, about, we're at about the midway point in the season, um, and the NBA has released their MVP rankings. This was last week. I don't know. I mean, Probably hasn't they changed. haven't played any games, so I don't imagine it's changed. Uh, Embiid is number one on the MVP ladder, followed by Nikola Jokic, then LeBron James, Damon Lillard, and Luka Doncic round out the top five. What do we think about that?
1: That's the first time Braun dropped out of one. And really? He,
0: and he dropped two spots
2: to three. I'm not mad about it, because they've been losing. He hasn't been playing bad, but... Embiid, I think, has just been no, it, so dominant. Yeah, so is Jokic. Yeah, those two deserve to be one and two, in my opinion. I don't. I just don't think LeBron's out of the running because I think um, it's obviously LeBron never going to count him out. But if if they go on a run, them like if they turn it back around and he play he carries them back without AD. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I guess Embiid. I'm not going to. I'm not going to bet on Embiid to slip, but. Brown can definitely do it. I also think that Steph should be in that top five. One hundred percent. I don't know. I don't want to kick Dame or Luca out, but I would probably kick out Luca. Yeah. And Dame and Steph, you could probably interchange them. I probably, I might even put Steph above Dame, even though the the
0: the Blazers have a better record.
2: I think Steph's had a better year, in my opinion.
0: The MVP race to me always comes down to who is you know who has the best stats. Whose team is winning the most, and then it also comes down to narrative.
2: I agree, hundred percent.
0: Um, and f- for that reason, I could see LeBron winning it.
2: Look, yeah, no, that's
0: why I was, I was, I was trying
2: to. You said it in a good way. That's kind of what I was getting at because there's been years where he has deserved to win it and he just hasn't. Yeah. And this might be. I mean, we they've said it for the last three or four years, but so it may, probably isn't. But this could be the last chance he has at winning an MVP. And I think I'm not. I, this is a crazy case, and I would never. Use this in any other sport or any other year, but um, yeah, they might look at past performance. Like it's LeBron, and they might add into maybe subconsciously add in um, his whole career up to this point, and maybe that might boost him a little bit if MB or Jokic slip and he goes on a run. But that's kind of what I was saying, so I agree with you.
0: Um, he doesn't have the stats, uh, but he's really changed the culture of us of a team that was just on the edge of being good, and he's he's. P- propelled them to that point chris paul the suns are second in the west in the western the dark conference, yeah he's not up here at all i mean he's not in the top Interesting. five Interesting. i like I mean, it i mean he's not in the top five I and, like it. it's not a bad pick yeah he's i don't think he'll win it he could get votes though yeah he doesn't have the sets he should get votes he yeah. at the at the very least should get votes i mean this team is is eight and two in their last ten they've won five games in a row you know he does slow, you know. He does slow their pace down a lot as a team that like to run. But they are w- winning games now. He's unlocked potential. You know, we've seen it with with. I feel like he elevates guys on that oh, team.
2: Every person he's ever played with, he elevates. He elevates
0: everyone. I mean, Chris he's a, Paul. Is, he's a Hall of Famer just, through and through. He is one of the best guards we have ever seen, and he's still playing at such a high level. And what I believe is, he's aged. I think he's thirty six now. You're maybe not that old, but he's been around for a long time. You, I go
1: ahead. Do you think we'll see any of the Nets' big three on this list at any point this year? Um, Harden maybe.
0: I maybe think. Harden. I know Kyrie's played a little bit well recently. KD if Harden, he,
2: yeah. KD, if he never was hurt, and or maybe not never, but if he would have played, like, if he would have missed half the games he's missed, he'd be on this list. He, yeah. Uh, yeah, his numbers, his numbers are insane. Yeah, we don't know the extension. Uh. But Harden, I think Harden. Honestly, I would put Harden over Luke at this point. In my opinion, I, I'm not. I I hate like. Pushing Luka down like that, yeah. But I think he's obviously he's great. He's going to be one of the best players in the league for another decade, maybe the best player in the league at some point. So I, I'm not, I'm, I'm a big Luka fan, but this year like their team's been struggling. It's not all him, but I mean I'm taking a guy like 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 Harden, who I mean obviously doesn't have to carry the team, but he's mm-hmm. been the best player on the best team in the league the last month or two. So I I think that should factor in.
0: I think any, you know, I think there's a case for a lot of these guys. Like, a lot of times, a oh. lot of times in the league, there's, like, a, there's a clear favorite, you I think? think. Like, like, Giannis has been, the last couple of years, he could be on here, too. I mean, I mean the yeah, Bucks yeah. are still up there. He's posting great numbers. Yeah, yeah. he's
1: still putting up 29 and
0: 12. Like, there's some, there's some fatigue, nuts. though, with
2: that, like, yeah. like, when you're that good for that long, just, like, the same thing with LeBron, like, like you said they narrative. get tired of it yeah, it's and they want to see
0: somebody new so then that's where we see like that's, Embiid and Jokic being up there but it, realistically it could be you know LeBron and Giannis has that that race every that's single that's what year. happened
2: I heard someone say fatigue comes that word like uh, I forgot what he said but in a podcast someone said when they were explaining why Beal probably didn't make the all-star game last year it's because in, uh, if someone else put up those numbers that weren't, is, that weren't Bradley Beal probably would have made it but Bradley Beal is Bradley Beal, and people know who he is. Mm-hmm. And their team was bad, so they kind of just like tossed him to the side. Yeah, so that's one.
1: It, it was still unfair, though. No, yeah, yeah, he oh yeah. Got
2: in. Uh, there was someone else I was about. To, oh, um, if the I was gonna ask you guys if um, if the Jazz finish with the best record in the West or the NBA, do you think? I think Gobert deserves votes. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that?
0: He could get votes, but could you imagine the outrage of somebody <laughs> not who's averaging no. like 14 and 13? It'd be like the 70s again. He's <laughs> a defensive-oriented it player.
2: It's like a Bill Russell MVP.
0: Yeah. No, I don't think he'll ever. I don't think
2: he's I'm not 14,
1: 30, win. 13, and 64 from the field, but he's the best. It's
0: impressive numbers for sure. Like, but that but as an MVP, like people are going to see if you don't have a guy who posts a bunch of big numbers and winning an MVP, people are going to be like, look at all these guys who posted these numbers. Why didn't they win it or why didn't they get that recognition? So it's kind of like we talked about, like with the All Star. I don't know if they'll like ever get it right. I'm I mean, they got it right, you know. MVP is a little easier
2: than picking an entire team, though, because some a lot of times there's a clear cut. This year MVP. it's hard. This yeah, this year it's like gets. There's, there's, there's all these guys. We're so we're past bad. the All Star break and we're saying there's five six guys that legitimately could win it. So. Yeah. Yeah. that's so that's not easy. But that's I'm saying I was normal. just saying he could get votes because he's the chance he's the best player on the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. So I think he deserves some recognition for that.
0: I think and we'll move kind of into our next thing as, of just, you know, other awards and everything. I think if the Jazz finish with the best record in the West, we'll see, you know, we'll see Quinn Snyder win coach of the year for sure. I think that's yep. the favorite anyway right now. Yep. Um Jordan Clarkson will be sixth man of the year. Fan he's
2: on my fantasy team, so I hope so.
0: <laughs> he's been playing well, man. <laughs> he's I'm, been glad, I'm glad that he's Even found a good him. role. He gets in, in the game and Utah. he touches the
2: ball and it is going up every like he doesn't he wastes no time getting his
0: shots. Yeah. They shoot that ball so efficiently. They're fun. Except Spida, yeah, he's well, he hasn't been shooting as well this year. No, no is he is he's doing his you know twenty five points on twenty
1: four shots thing that he yeah. does. Well, well, twenty four. I think it's like twenty four on twenty with forty two shooting.
0: That's 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 gonna. He still happen. he still take like he's yeah. still, the,
2: a lot of those shots though are tough, and he's he's oh, the one yeah. running the offense. So and he's also he's one creating for a lot of people too, and he ends up at the end like at the end of a shot clock. He's if Clark's is not on the floor, he's the one taking the shot. So. I mean the efficiency could be better, but I still don't. I still think he's having a good year.
1: How do you guys feel about defensive player of the year? Who you got? Who do you think I have? Well, <laughs> ben Simmons.
0: I'm gonna say it until he wins it. I don't know if he'll ever win one. I'm gonna say, look, this is the guy who you put your bet. You put Ben Simmons on the best player on the floor, and he shuts him down. Like I, he might not have the blocks or steals numbers that 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 award voters like to look at, but. You know, you watch the film and you see Ben Simmons locking down guys, and I'm gonna I'm gonna campaign for him every time. I think someone like Gobert will probably win it again.
2: I like Ben Simmons, but I like I think Gobert is the thing that might help Ben Simmons is that Gobert's won it so much and
0: that's the the the, the fatigue that yeah, we talked about, so, yeah. the burnout.
2: And, and it's just something new. The Sixers are look like they're hopefully finally hitting their potential, their mm-hmm. stride, and he's looks like he's living up to that number one overall pick. I mean, he has, been. I'm not saying he hasn't been
0: good. But he's sh- been good. He just hasn't taken that next step. Yeah, know, and he's like been offensively at least. And he's
2: been taking on that challenge every single night. Yeah, and still providing on offense. So I, I like I, I hope Ben Simmons wins it. I'm not the biggest Ben. I like him, but I'm not like a big Ben Simmons fan, like some of my other friends. But I do. I think he. I think he could win it. I hope he does. that would be fun.
1: I think. I mean, I'm. I'm looking at the defensive win shares leader right now. Leaders and Gobert's one. Lebron's two. Mm. Giannis three, hmm. Julius Randle is fourth. Yeah, he's going to get all the defensive team votes. Embiid is fifth, and Jokic is 6th. Oh, that's Jokic, fun. Jokic just J- leads the league in win shares right now. He by, gets steals. Like he can he can get the thing you know, about yeah, by two. Jokic
2: is a good stack defender, but I just yeah. when, you, when you watch him like in a big moment, if he gets switched onto someone, it's like you're like like he oh, can't do that. Yeah. He's not, like Gobert at least can. Kind of stay with a guard if he needs to. And not saying he's, a, but like Ben Simmons can guard anyone. I just think that they're better defenders out there. And Le, LeBron is, can defend when he, like, he can when be one of the best. But, to. Yeah. So when he puts, when when LeBron turns it on, LeBron could make an all NBA defensive team this year. He might.
0: I think rookie of the year is also LaMelo's to lose. Yeah.
1: it It's, I
0: think, I think it's over. I don't think it, it probably honestly. is. Lamelo keeps starting and and putting up the numbers Hall, that he
1: is. H-
2: Halliburton's still kind of like within like reaching distance, I guess. I think um, his numbers are pretty solid, but um, yeah, I don't think I think Lamelo has it pretty much lo- locked down.
0: I think the difference is that Lamelo starts. And, yeah, no, I, I want to see Halliburton start. Bench, but he oh. should. I mean, what would that look like with him and Fox? Because I be know a a they fun backcourt. I think that I think they, they can play. The they
1: trade, I don't know why they haven't traded Buddy Healed yet. <laughs> Yeah, I think, he's, I think he's a useful shooter for a contender. They don't need him.
0: They could blow that team up. I mean, they could blow that team up. They could blow up. Uh, Bagley needs. I'm not a
2: Bagley fan either. Bagley no. is like one of the worst defenders. Like he's they, they have one, they are. like one of the worst. two inter- I think they are the worst uh, uh, interior defensive team in the league, and he's
1: the main reason why.
0: Yeah, your your interior defense is like Bagley. Rash- Rashawn Holmes is a solid. Defender. Holmes is a good player. Bagley
1: Holmes. Um white, white side. side.
0: I mean he can block shots, but that's about it. Yeah. He'll get, he get blown by a blocker in college. Nemanja Bielitza. He barely <laughs> plays anymore though. They don't really play I they don't
2: I watch yeah. a lot of Kings. He don't he doesn't play that much anymore. That's
0: probably why. I mean but Yeah he can't defend it's not like it's not like yeah. It's not like the Kings are gonna do anything. He they could, sh- they should blow it up. I mean, they should you know sell off Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, some of these guys. Work with that backcourt, and yeah, and
1: build <laughs> you have on have a Fox and that Heald. you can build on. Yeah, hundred percent. Bagley, I honestly, the team like a Pistons could use him as a reclamation project, something like that. I wouldn't hate it.
2: I just don't. I don't know. I, I don't just, know if his. I don't know if his offense will ever be good enough to make up for his. Horrible defense. Yeah. Because he can't, he's too and small was, to play the five and he's like he can't really stay with a lot of fours. He's just a tweener kind of player. Yeah. And I don't know if his offense is ever gonna be good enough to make up for that.
0: That pick didn't make sense to me. No, it didn't. Luca Andre still around the board. Yeah. Yeah. Um did you guys see that game that they played a couple weeks ago against Charlotte? Was that when Halburn was out? They were up by yeah, 8 points yeah, yeah, yeah. with like a minute left and they missed 5 straight free throws I think they were down, they and were, Malik Monk gets an and one and, <laughs> and hits the free throw and wins the they were that's ridiculous it was so ridiculous I was I was tuned into that game and I was like oh my gosh I think they were up 12 with like 90 seconds left with
2: technical free throws <laughs> and they missed both and then they started and then that's when that started That Th- was their win probably was like 99.8 or maybe it was 99.9 but honestly it one of the,
0: honestly one of the best games
2: I watched this year I agree I watched. That. I watched most of that game actually I do remember that Because those are my two favorite teams to watch on League Pass. I say that all the time. They are fun.
0: All right, so we're coming down to the end of it. Uh, We have a little bit of time for a little OT. I thought this was a fun little topic. Um, So the world of the NBA and uh, the world of hip-hop collide a lot. Um, Guys who play in the NBA want to get in the booth. We've seen some rappers who can play basketball. Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges Lillard. Rap, Miles Bridges rapping is the best I think, thing I think, ever. He's legit good. I think Miles Bridges he is the can best flow, rapper ever. Oh man, he
1: is. He, I mean i have never
0: heard Miles Bridges rap.
2: After, oh my what? gosh, dude, You gotta look up Steph <laughs> McGrady. Is, yeah, everyone listening and Monique, it the
0: is, first thing you do after this <laughs> is you're listening to Miles Bridges rapping. Steph he, McGrady, man. It's it's he Steph slides Magrady? all on it. It's called the song's called Steph McGrady. He could have made it as a rapper, hundred percent. He really could have. Um so one of the right. one of the days, uh Day, one of the days Damien Lillard was like, I'm up with my, my kids, you know, awake. So who has questions for me? Do you guys know the, uh, the rapper Isaiah Rashad? Yeah. He he responds to him and says, You think Miles Bridges got you on the 16? <laughs> <laughs> and uh and Dame didn't say anything back, but I was like, I think he does. <laughs> I mean, he slides on that Detroit style rap. But um yeah, he's, the question I had here was uh what are some of your favorite rap lyrics that
1: are related to the NBA or just basketball in general? I mean, it's a whole song, but Six Man by Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Great song. Six man like Lou Will, yeah. My
2: my favorite is Kobe Bryant by Lil, or Lil Wayne, because I remember growing up and watching uh, Kobe. I used, to, I used to have this video saved on YouTube, Kobe Bryant highly video, and with that song in the background and uh i used to love that song and there was a, a Pavel Datsur Kylie video with that song in the background too i remember Ooh. i used to watch so pavel datsur kylie so yeah. videos are dirty <laughs> yeah and with that song in the background it was a sweet video but yeah that's my favorite rap nba uh or whatever yeah
1: i also like uh money in the grave the zion line i love that because that was before zion got in the league yep it was a college Zion lyric. It was sweet. Rick Ross. Rick, Rick Ross. Yeah, Rick he's, Ross, he's Rick on top Ross of Rick Ross and Drake go good. It worked really well. I like together. the new. The new
2: one is good. With the, the new uh, Rick Ross and Drake song, I like too. He's on top
0: of that. Um, one of my favorites is uh, well, obviously, mine are gonna be related to the Hawks whenever they can be. Um, Twenty One Savage on a song a couple of years ago said, uh, uh, "Me and Rallo ball like Steph and Kyle Korver." So. I took away from that. Um, Lil Yachty on a song with Post Malone said that too. He said, "I ball like Kyle Korver when I'm post up in Atlanta." Yep. There's this rapper named Jace of Two Nine who said, uh, "Al Horford, Kyle Korver hit him with the hawk and it's all over." <laughs> and I was, I always take away those types of things. That is um, hilarious. Have you ever heard? Uh, you said Lou Williams. Um, have you oh, ever heard him rap? He can, le- he can rap. Never so, heard him rap my, either. He rapped on "I'm a Boss." Did he really? He
2: he's he's Sada baby. The Lori marketing line.
0: That's a good one. That's a great one.
2: Yeah, that's that's probably my favorite line.
1: I like the fact that a lot of NBA teams are like integrating rappers and like musicians into like yeah into like
2: Big Sean in Detroit.
1: Yeah, Big Sean in Detroit. He got like a creative um, creative like producer like title or something like that.
2: He's helping make the jerseys in the courts for not next year but the year after.
1: Yeah, and I remember (laughs) the I. Remember, one of the first things I saw someone tweet at him after he got it was "Bring the horse jerseys back." I hope he was so. like, "Yes, yeah." Do you like was,
2: the Do you guys like the teal ones?
1: I do. Oh, those are. I cool. Grant those have one. to be the best jerseys. I like the red ones. I like I the red, red
2: ones are sweet too. But yeah, the uh, anyway, Big Sean has a uh, their practice jerseys have like a uh, his logo on them. They're pretty cool. That's
1: sweet. Yeah, yeah. Jay Cole
2: getting that tryout. Drake
1: was the first one to do it. Drake looking ball.
2: Yeah, yeah, they had OVO nights every Friday there. Yeah, and then those jerseys. Uh, did you guys like when what he was doing in the playoffs or no? When he was like when, when he was, fight, like, I oh, I was like Drake was on the stuff. side.
0: Like, I thought it was funny. I thought it.
2: I didn't. I didn't mind it either. No,
1: it's it's definitely it makes I think for a, a lot, more entertaining I game. I don't
2: think people take Drake too seriously. No. no. So. So it was kind they of don't, the watch. players
1: don't really, no, not at no, all. Not,
2: I, I think it's funny how he's like. Didn't he have like a KDN stuff like uh, tattoo or something? Uh, yeah, like, he has like a tattoo of them on his arm, and then he was uh, trash talking as they were walking out one game.
1: Yeah, that's it's, funny. It's all in love. Oh boy! Yeah. All right, so I think
0: we've come to the end of this episode. Uh, for your host filling in for this week, Carter Lannis. I got Muni Patel, Liam Jackson with me. Hope you guys enjoy your weekend, watch some basketball, have some fun, and we'll see you next time. Thank Inside Convo, a production of IMPACT 89FM. Our thanks to IMPACT's General Manager Jeremy Whiting, Station Manager Amber Kinutsky, and Programming Director McKenna Lowndes. Tune in next time for more updates on NBA basketball.